Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey comrades, Bill Kasky here, back at the 2X Podcast. We've taken a couple of weeks off, but we are back full steam ahead. Welcome back. Uh, if you want to get in on the action with a video tutorial called the 2X Quick Start, go to BillKasky.com. And uh, right at the very top of that page will be a place for you to fill out an email and a name, and you'll get three complimentary videos delivered over about five to seven days on how you can begin to build a plan to 2X your business. And it's the beginning of anything that we do in any of our programs, uh, specifically the 2X group, which is a peer group that we run here. And uh, I thought you would be interested in, in seeing that three free video tutorial lesson on uh, how to 2X your business, how to begin. Since 2X is the essence of this topic in the podcast here, I want to share with you a couple of things that I've been thinking about. You know, Aristotle was uh, one of the great thinkers of all time. At least that's what he said. No, that's what people believe. And he talked about the art of persuasion and he talked about it. I'm going to give you the three elements of it and then I'm going to take it and modernize it a little bit for our own use. He talked about the concept of logos, pathos, and ethos. And logos was the, the root word of logic is logos. And logic is that just the, the intellectual part of persuasion. When you are persuading a buyer... And I know that we say you really shouldn't persuade, but at some point, persuasion must happen. They must be persuaded that they can live better with you in your product or service than without you. Logos is important, and that's the logic of it all. Pathos, you can guess uh, from the root word pathos comes the word empathy, and that is the emotions behind the argument. So not only does the argument that you make to your prospects have logic on its side, but it also must have emotion on its side. And the emotion that matters is not yours. That's really a confusing part of this. The emotion has to be your buyer or the person to whom you're making the argument in Aristotle's world. And the third area is ethos. And ethos is the ethics of the person making the argument, which would be you. And so Aristotle said that if you're going to be persuasive and make an argument that people can buy into, you have to have components of all three of those in the argument. I really like that. I think we forget about the fact that buyers make decisions or followers of any leader make decisions based on does his or her message make sense? Uh, can I buy into it? Do I believe it? And is it good for me? And then what do I think about the ethics and integrity of the messenger? But we're going to move it a little bit to today's sales world. I want to give you these four items. And the best way to do this is to draw a large circle on a page and draw across so you have four equal sections of the circle. 
And I'm going to talk about the first section. I don't, it doesn't really matter which section you name, but we're going to call the first section technical. And the technical section is, does your product or service rise to the need of the customer? In other words, will it work for them? Is the technical capability of it in line with the technical need that they have? Now, this comes as a result of you questioning and doing analysis and assessment and studying the customer's problem, which we've talked about in past 2X podcasts. But for the customer to buy into what you are presenting, they must believe that it has a technical competence, that it can work clinically for them. Number two is emotional. And that gets back to the pathos of Aristotle's days. The emotion is, does the customer really want it? Is it something they can see themselves using? Is there desire there on their part? Either a desire to own the product, or more specifically, a desire to solve the problem that owning the product will help them solve. So desire is a big part of this. The third area that I think is important is the financial area. And, and, you know, Aristotle didn't talk anything about financial, although I presume that it would probably be in the logic part. But when the customer invests in you, We'll call them client rather than customer. I think client's a little bit a little bit more accurate in the B2B world. When the client invests in your solution, is there a financial windfall or payoff? You know, people talk about return on investment. Well, this is the return part. I think what you have to do here is you have to work through this with your client or prospective client. I don't think you race in and say, let me tell you, if you spend 100 grand with me, let me share with you how much more money you're going to make the next 10 years. I mean, you can do that, but I would rather work through it with them because at some point you're going to have to get the data from them. So let's suppose that I'm uh, marketing, sales, consulting, coaching, and training. And I, when I go into a company, let's say it's a $50 million company, I want to know, well, what are the problems that are, that are cropping up in the sales process? And I want to know this from the sales VP, sales manager, CEO, president a lot of times, most of the time. But I want to know their perspective on what the problem is. I also not only want to know their perspective, I want to, I want to be able to do an assessment or an analysis. They could say, you know what, we're not closing enough business. And upon further inspection, we find they're closing 85% of the business. So it's not the closing that's the problem. There may be other problems. But I don't want to just do this on hearsay. I want to have evidence. I want to have some research. And this is where, again, your primary and thorough assessment comes in handy. Because while you're finding out what their issues are and what their goals are, you can also devote a little bit of attention to what are the financial implications of this. What's it cost them if they do nothing? What's it cost them if they do something? If they do something, that means they're going to spend, whatever, let's just say $100,000 with you. There also has to be, well, how are they going to earn that money back? Is there a payoff? If so, what does it look like? How do you figure it? How does it? How is it calculated? In my business, if I can take a company who's closing sales at 25 30%, and I can bump that up, let's just say it's 30 I can bump it up to 40%. Well, that's a 33% increase in, in revenue, in results. And that's assuming they aren't proposing fewer prospects. And even if they are, maybe that's still a better deal. So there's lots of different tentacles that come up when you start talking about the economic windfall or the economic benefit of them buying from you. 
So that's the third area is financial. The fourth area is ethos, and it's exactly what Aristotle talked about, and I like it, and I think it's so, it's so important today, and I still don't think we understand how vital it is that when the prospect looks at you, they see somebody they can trust. They see somebody who has their best interest in mind, not just yours or not just your company, but their best interest in mind. And if they believe you do, and they can feel that in their heart and soul and gut, and their instincts are that you are the right person for them, and they trust you, and they believe your wisdom, and they believe your opinion, and they trust you to take them down the buyer journey, your ethos scale or rating is going to be very high. They can have all the other three, but if they don't trust you, they probably won't buy. If you have a real high trust factor, you can be a little bit off on these other areas. Now, the product still has to technically work, and there's got to be some kind of a return, and they've got to kind of want it, but you can overcome a lot with ethos. What ethos does not mean is glad-handing and whining and dining people and trying to impress them and telling great jokes at a presentation. It does not mean your presentation skills. What it means is when the customer asks you a question, do they believe your answer? And do you take care with them? Do you keep them okay through the whole sales cycle? We talk about that a lot in the 2X group and all of our groups is this idea of ethos. So those are the four areas. Now I want you to just take a, a scan of those and say, Are there any that you are missing in your analysis or your needs assessment or your pain assessment or your exploration of need up front? And if you start to come across too much like a salesperson, your ethos gets shot. If you refuse to talk about finance and you refuse to even bring up money until it's on a proposal on the 16th page of a proposal and you've never talked about it, not only will they not have anything to compare the financial spend to, but they might not trust you as much. All of these intersect in the middle in terms of the sales process. It's how do you run the sales process? How do you keep them okay? How do you guide them through it? Do you tell them where you are in the process? And of course, the answer to that is you should. But I want you to take a scan of this and just grade yourself in each area. And of course, we always grade ourselves high in ethos because we're grading ourselves. You always give yourself a high grade. But I want you to be honest with yourself and say, does the customer really trust me? If you're closing... 10% of your deals, I think you might have an ethos problem. You might have other problems too, but if your customer is frustrated or your sales cycles drag on a long time or your closing rate is too low, you might have an ethos problem. So take a scan, grade yourself in each of those, then set about to improving each of those. If you grade yourself low in financial, if you say, you know what, I'm never... I've never done a good job. And I just had a, I was telling the folks on Facebook Live this week, I had a client who is very good sales professional. He makes a lot of money. He makes well into six figures, 200 to $300,000 a year. He says, you know what? I've never, ever thought about juxtaposing the price the customer pays with the value, the economic value the customer will derive from the product. And that's a big miss. He could be earning $500,000 a year. He closes 40% of his deals. He could get to 60% really easily if he could fix that part of the process. So I hope that helps. Once again, you can go to BillKasky.com if you want to know more about me and some of the work we do. And also sign up for the 2X Quick Start, three free videos on how to start to 2X your business. I remain Bill Kasky, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. 
You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkasky.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.